This is the real bad dudes cast. Hey, this is a chat between Mixtron and Scary Jersey Guy on some of the behind the scenes stories and whatnot that happened on Vengeance. Hope you enjoy it. Oh, we were hey. like ants from hell up in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like being on set? I will never, ever, ever forget it as long as I live. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and, you know, it's funny because you talk about the stories, it, it, like just watching everything going on. I was like, you know, um, um, Jeremy really should just get a third unit set up to record shit in between takes because everything that was going on. Um, I, you talked about the behind the scenes stories. I've got the best one. And you, you were there for this, so you can verify it. Okay. So, um. I get on set and I'm like, all right, now Mick is the most experienced one. So if I stick to him, I'll be fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a big piece of flawed logic, but let's go from there. <laughs> Everyone else was doing that shit too because I was like, all right, so what do you do? Uh, look at Mick. You know, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, when in doubt. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty much it is when in doubt, look at Mick. Right. And, um, uh, my, my my story is um, uh, when we did that nighttime shot at the cabin and I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, I'm the new guy on set. I want to show that I'm productive and Hey, you never know type of thing. So, you know, I, I did slate through the beginning of the day. And then when we got to that nighttime shot, it's like, here, I'll help out with this. I got the son of a bitch and smoke machine that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, the, the, there was the one that didn't work. And then there was the one that burst into flames all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, see, I remember it differently because I remember it didn't work or it burst in the flames. Right, exactly. And, and with me, it's like, right, I got this shit. I got this shit, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, do it like you did in high school. You know, like, where would you put the smoke so that it would be most effective? Like, all right, I'll shoot it under the grid in the, in the cabin so that when, you know, Jeremy, action, you know, just it, it like, when the film is rolling, I, you, I, I'm just picturing how the smoke is going to come out from that grid underneath the cabin. I'm like, it's going to look amazing. Right. That's it. Didn't work at all. And then I hear, Mick, where's the smoke? <laughs> Gee, oh, I... God. Where's, the, where's the goddamn smoke? And I'm like, fucking thing's not working right. And he's like, give it to me. It's not fucking working. Well, that's what I told you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, keep pushing it until it goes. And I'm sitting there pushing it. And the guy behind me, he's like, there's no fucking smoke, man. I'm like, no, it's fucking bad. You know? And the other guys down there are just, you know? And it looks like they're trying to kill mosquitoes on the other end of the set. And I'm like, we're going to outfog these motherfuckers. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, you're so not. I'm standing on it. I'm standing on it. Action. Oh, fuck. You already called action. I'm like, all right, I got to stay at a frame. And, and, Right, and you're burning, <laughs> and then finally, cut, and all of a sudden, it shoots out like the biggest burst that I ever saw in my life. Yeah, and, I'm just, it, and then no smoke now. He said, Cut, and I'm like, Nick, it just fucking went off. <laughs> yeah, know, and then Jeremy's like, Are you having fun? And I'm like, yeah, but I think Mick is getting aggravated with this. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Like, Kid, you haven't made it in film until you've been yelled at by Mick Strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. I, I can't, even, I can't even imagine Mick being someone to yell at people. So, <laughs> no, oh, you God. know what? I, I, I'm going to tell you firsthand. When Mick yells, 
it, it's like you know he's not mad at you you know he's frustrated because fucking hey why is this not working now you know it, it, it's like <laughs> I, I, I guess it's like if you if you wake up and you try to jerk off you can do it six times in a day and then when your girlfriend finally comes over you're <laughs> right tired <laughs> wow you know there's uh I, I i so this is a parable right <laughs> <laughs> this is, so so you're right it is all about dicks so women are right it, it's all about dicks it's um yeah. it's because you, 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 that's there it is right there um if smoking machines were dicks <laughs> well I certainly don't want a dick catching on fire. Yeah, well, <laughs> think about that for a minute. Wow. <laughs> well, it pretty much had that same effect, too, because, all right, it's time for you to work. And then as soon Whoa! as Jeremy, as soon as Jeremy cut, the whole goddamn left side of the cabin was covered in smoke. <laughs> That's state champion. Oh yeah, you know it. it yeah, the the smoke machines were uh, definitely kind of our Waterloo. Um, but uh, you know what's so oh, weird? What's so weird about it though is that it is yeah. Now I've been on I, I've been on so many shows that uh, that had pros on it, right? That you know where everybody knew exactly where they should be. There they knew where everything was, that they they're neat. And, you know, I mean film film crews are like a very professional bunch. Uh, and and the thing is is so many times I've been on shows where as soon as the camera rolled, just everything just fell to horseshit, you know? I mean just just <laughs> Just like, just became, you know, balls in your face. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the director goes cut and everybody's back to that professional thing, right? And, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. and, and, and so then they would sit down and everybody look and professionally figure out what went wrong. And then it'd roll again. And then, you know, there'd be hairy balls in your face again, you know? And, Pretty much. And, and, and I'm, and I'm saying that, that, for some reason, vengeance, vengeance worked exactly the opposite of that. I swear we would just do the stupidest stuff in between, in between filming. You know, it it would be like, uh, you know, props would be over here, stuff would be lost. You know, nobody would know. Everybody was just, you know, running around like chickens with their head cut off. And part of it was was the fact that you know we we did film. Right, we filmed for ten days straight. And the thing is, is when you're doing volunteer work, you can't keep a crew of ten people together. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. I mean, nobody can just. It's very few people can sit and actually work with you for ten days straight if they're volunteering. So it was almost like every day had a group of uh, guest people. So there, one of the first things that goes is like is organization <laughs> it just goes out the window and 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 despite all that when the cam would be rolling we were getting magic you know i mean absolute absolute magic you got to see some of the um some of the playback and what'd you see stuff looked great didn't it oh it looked amazing it, it was looked, that it, you can't say that the you know th that this is a low budget schlock thing. This looks like it was professionally done. Absolutely, and that's what I'm telling you was so weird is is that 
you know, that this group uh, would pull together and, and just, I mean, time and time and time and time again, uh, would just pull off great shots. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 it was astounding that we, we would be able to take what what meager resources that we had <laughs> and just be able to kill it again and again and again and again. And, and part of it had to do with this theory that I've always had that, you know, that there were certain elements that of film that are just pure and simple and 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 you can make a good film. If you eliminate these weird things like uh, like uh, the cost of filming, uh, things that uh, directly affected the cost of filming, and and by the way, I hear this all the time now. You know, directors will go, "Well, you know, uh, uh, I can I can only I don't." Back in the '90s or the '80s, you know, I got seven million dollars to to make a film that they only give me two million dollars to for now and 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 here's the thing is i've always thought to myself well yeah but you don't you're not developing film anymore the cameras have fallen in price by about a bazillion dollars their the availability of of equipment that you know the thing is is i reach into my every day i reach into my pocket and i pull out my phone and it has more uh capabilities than a five hundred thousand dollar uh camera package did in 1985 yeah right that's the funny thing about it is and personally i think what made things work so well is is that we weren't just acting in the movie we were also building the sets we were also putting this shit together so when you build it and you have hands on with it you get a respect for it you take pride in it yeah yeah i mean that's that's um yeah and and the thing is is also i i was i was there to make sure that what resources we had you know were professionally uh used as far as we could make it you know uh uh you know and and i also have to say that jeremy jeremy's ability in casting is spot on his ability to uh i i I mean there there were scenes that we we did some of these tent scenes for instance uh with uh i can't think of his name but i will someday uh we uh the Two of the guys that were uh, assembling tents uh, as as part of comedy. Oh my god, it was. Oh, just that hard. was that that we. I, I was there that day. That was um uh, when we did the uh, the tour guide. Right, right. Yeah, I and we had Darcy the mail girl with us. I swear, I absolutely, I I actually almost blew a take. That yeah, I remember that we almost pissed ourselves <laughs> laughing. I laughing. They, they start because they start, started in <laughs> doing that scene, and, and and I had seen the scene. I mean, I I'd read it, you know, uh, a dozen times, and it never struck me as that funny. But it was but the way that it was presented. It was the way they did it. They just it, did it. It was so oddly sexual because I mean, um, um, we all know Darcy the male girl. What you know what she did before she was on <laughs> Joe Bob. You right, know? right. Um, a lot, lot of movies. Right, um, and she's a good actress. Um, but the other two guys, I can't remember their name. The one guy, he was bald, had a beard, and the other guy, honestly, looks exactly like John Aston if he was six four. 
Right. <laughs> and he, he talks like John Aston too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be it would be great if somebody would look it up and pull up their names because really um, they deserve the credit. Absolutely. Oh, and absolutely. I myself laughing too because I was running Slate for that, and it was just one of those things where he's explaining how to do it. And here he is erecting this fucking five foot long straight line. Now, when you take <laughs> right, it, you right. gotta pump it. It's like a, it's like a shitty infomercial. And, and like the end of it, he's just got the end of it is swinging. The last thing, it's just swing. Oh god! And oh, it's right man. in front of Darcy, and she's looking down at the thing erect right in front of her, and she's like. I thought I fucking was done with this shit. Yeah. You know? just keeps, oh, man. I, it was. He's like, uh, you got to take it and you got to pump it a bit. Now, don't. Now, once you pump it a bit, it'll get it'll get hard and it, and, and it should stay straight for you. Yeah, I and, know. And, 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 uh, like, yeah. Will you hold this for me, please? And the other guy takes it and holds it out. And she's just standing there with her hands behind her back. And she's trying not to laugh. I'm looking at Jeremy. His face is redder than fucking Freddy Krueger's sweater. Oh man, it was so funny. I, and I, all, and all I saw out of you was I'm standing behind everybody, and I was right behind you, and all right. I saw was that blue plaid fucking shirt rumbling up and down because you were trying to stifle laughter. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying so hard. I swear, I was like, oh man, I don't want to be the one to blow this. I, you know, I, I thought <laughs> it for was sure. So good. It's it something. John Ravenhold. Like, John Ravenholt, uh, yes. John Ravenholt, and uh, I think the other guy was Dan. Uh, Dan Feldmeyer. Dan, yeah, that, Dan, yeah, that's it. Those are their names. I'm, I'm uh, horrible with names. Uh, John and Dan. They were the funniest. They were. They were so. And and the thing is, is here's here's the other thing that that we didn't have in Hollywood is. People come in and um, on shows, they rarely totally uh, know their their lines mm-hmm. uh, be, because it's just another day, you know? I mean, it's like tomorrow they're going to be on to the, another thing and another mm-hmm. thing and another thing, right? And up here, uh, Jeremy worked with these people and worked through all of these scenes so that uh, that when we did get everything up and running – uh, that we were ready to go, and and you noticed how few uh, lines were blown. Yeah, uh, that's you know, funny, so rare. The funny thing is, and um, you weren't there for that. I know you saw the after effects, but um, uh, when we did my scene with um, uh, the young Riolati, when we confronted him and he was having sex, right? Um, we never rehearsed that at all. Like we had literally just met ten minutes before we did that scene, and we fucking crushed it. But but I'm. Um, uh, you, you want to talk behind the scenes stories? When I met <laughs> Jeremy, I met Jeremy um, at the Friday the Thirteenth video game release party in Vegas, and you know I'm wandering around. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? You know, because it's like I'm shaking hands with Harry Manfredini, and oh my god, I I went up to Tom Savini, and um, I'm like, he was my idol, Savini. Yeah. I, I, you know, so I walked up to him, and. He smelled like the 70s, and I mean that in a good way. It was a nostalgic <laughs> smell. He had one of those old tweed jackets on. Right, and, uh, right. Uh, everything that I've heard about Tom is is that it can go one way or it can go the other. Yeah, you know? So yeah. it's like, don't fuck this up, Chris, type of thing. So I walked up to him, 
And, you know, like, Mr. Savini, hi, nice to meet you. And he's like, oh, hi, how's it going? And I'm like, my mother loves you. And he's like, really? What did she love me in? And I was like, she loved you in From Dust Till Dawn. And he's like, she liked me at Sex Machine? And I'm like, no, she liked it when you did the thing with the fingers on the shoulder like a spider. And when the teeth came out and you had to hold the hand over your mouth. She loved the comedy in that. I, I, I couldn't have listed off creep show. I couldn't have listed off any of the <laughs> things that this man has no, done. No, no, you just had to do that one. Right? I had to I, I had to talk about my mom loving a man in a role where a a a, 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 a twelve shooter penis pops up out of his pack. <laughs> As you do. As but, it does. Know, he, he handled it so well because you know he's like, Do you have a phone? And I was like, Yeah. And he was like, all right, you. And then, and then he pointed to someone and gave him the come hither thing. And they came over and he's like, put your camera on. He's like, we're going to make your mom really, really jealous. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, is this a sick Hollywood? <laughs> and he put his arm around me. We're going to take a picture together. And he's like, you're going to show this to your mom and tell her that I said, oh, that's great. So my mom, my mother was like, oh, my God, what did you say to him? I want to get this picture framed and blown up. She's like, what did you say to him? And I'm like, I said, my mom loves you. Oh, God, what did he say to that? And he was like, well, what did you like me in? And I was like, what did you tell him? And I said, well, you liked him a sex machine. Chris! <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's how I met Jeremy. You know, and he's like, so, do you like um, Friday the 13th? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm here. You know? <laughs> and then he starts asking me questions about it. And, I, you know, like, just trivia and lore and shit like that. And I'm nailing them. And he's like, you are probably one of the only people that I know that actually knows the series. And he's like, I'm doing a fan film. And I'm like, I don't like fan films because every single time I've ever heard someone say, we're fans of this. We're going to fucking knock it out of the park. It's the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> you know, so he's like, well, right. I'm doing something a little different. I'm like, all right. And he's like, do you want to hear about it? Sure. You know, so he tells me about it. I'm like, that actually sounds pretty cool when he gave me, you know, the, the whole idea behind vengeance. Right. And, you know, and then we would talk a bit and it was like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? <clears throat> Take a look at the script and all this. And then eventually he was like, dude, I want you to be in this movie. <laughs> yes. You know, type of thing. And um, um, we'll, we'll just segue to the end, basically. Um, when I first met Jeremy, I had gone through some health issues and I was up to about 380 pounds. I had ballooned up and right. um, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be in a fucking movie. I got to slim down, you know, be healthy and look good on screen because I can't brag and then just be like, you know, <laughs> right. So I managed to slim myself down to about a good 240. I went down from a 5X to a 2X. I'm all proud of myself. Wow. And there you go. And and then we showed up on set, and they gave me that fucking canary yellow shirt. <laughs> By the on. Oh, my God. It, it, this is pre-shrunk, isn't it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody looks good on those shirts. <laughs> oh, that, that son of a bitch was a medium. I don't care what anyone says. It might be a double XL in China somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm holding it all in. <gasps> You know, like that, trying to hold it in. You know, maybe I'll look like um, Spike the Bulldog from the Looney Tunes cartoons all puffed <laughs> out. <laughs> so, you know, that, that then it's just like, okay, so this is young Riolati, and this is a backer. Make her feel good because she's going to be um, uh, the counselor that, that is going to help you yell at young Riolati and, the per and um, uh, Grandma Jarvis. Right. You know, so first take in, 
you know, we fucking crush it. We knock it out of the park. But I can see young Riolati backing out of the camera frame. Like, and I'm just like instinctively looking over without looking at the camera. So I figured let's add some gusto to the scene because Jeremy's like, dude, I want you to scare the shit out of those people. Right. You know, type right. Of thing. Yeah. You know, so it's like, well, if I just found out that my cool summer job got fucked, I'd be pissed. Right. So he's backing out of the frame. I reach forward. I grab the poor bastard who had just got on set <laughs> by his lifeguard <laughs> by his lifeguard shirt. I swung him around and I, I figured, well, I'll pin him against the wall. That'll keep him in frame and it'll add to the scene. Right. As soon as I grabbed him, all I hear is and I'm like, oh fuck, I just ripped this shit out of his shirt. <laughs> Perfect. And then when I slammed him against the wall, you know, cut. And he's like, that was good, but we gotta do it again. All right, let's go. And then I'm looking down. And then I, I, I brushed my hands off on my pants, which are black cargo pants. And then I realized all the makeup that poor Maddie had just put on him to cover up his tattoos. Right. It was now on your pants. Uh, yeah, no, I remember all that. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so I got makeup on my pants. I got blush on my pants. I'm in a canary yellow shirt that's definitely a medium. <laughs> I've got the undershirt. That's coming out of my shorts at every opportunity. Thank God I had an undershirt on. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there going, Mick is going to laugh his fucking balls <laughs> off when he sees dailies. <laughs> and then when I saw you the next morning, the first words out of your mouth, my friend, yellow is definitely not your color. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's that's right. I think I did. I definitely remember saying that. Mm. Yep. That's how yep. you inscribed the book, too, because you had to pre-war me. You're like, I insult everybody. Yeah, and I'm I... Like, I haven't made it till I've been insulted by Mick Strawn. <laughs> and everybody's just like, shh. I, I, I just had to donate a book to um, uh, th this one thing real quick. I just had to donate a book to, uh, to uh, a Pittsburgh uh, group that's uh, selling the – that's uh, – uh, auctioning the book off, mm -hmm. and so uh, I was asked to um, to include my book in, and so I don't know who it is, who it is. So I just said this. I said, "Warning: This book can cause Homo sapienism, Klondike, <laughs> Klondike gay bars, and hangers. Read it. <laughs> Read it." <laughs> Reading it has seen coital migraines increase and hair loss stampedes down there. Treat with applications of sandy anal spoons hourly. Love, Mick Strawn. That's priceless. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody's going to uh, uh, have to bid for that. That's awesome. And whoever <laughs> has that has got like the best book inscription ever. <laughs> you know so... What? But seriously, though, it, it, it was a pleasure, and I will never, uh, so, ever, ever forget it. And I'm it so I'm so glad that that you, you know uh, that was the first time that I've ever done a, a full volunteer thing, and I have to admit that it took me a while to understand why anybody would do this. <laughs> as it, it took me a while to understand how you could do this for fun, you know, what mm -hmm. I, even though I've always had fun at it. I've never been surrounded by people who were having fun at it. You, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. That's the hard part, is because you got the passion, but then when you're around other people that are just like, 
Can't wait till this fucking check clears. Well, it's a mix. It's a mix of people. And and the thing is, is, you know, some days, you know, it it is just a job and and some days it isn't. I got to ask, how did you get approached to do Vengeance? Uh, I was, uh, I, I was at, uh, Crypticon, uh, a year ago, a year and a year and three weeks ago. And, uh, I just happened to, uh, <laughs> see a film called, uh, Imagine and, uh, and Jeremy had directed it and, and I, I just really liked it and got to talking to him and, um, and I introduced him to a friend of mine, Mike Mead, who's the writer of, who wrote Vengeance, and um, and uh, I uh, went up and uh, met Jason Brooks. Um, <laughs> he was accepting a uh, uh, an an award for hand face people, mm -hmm. uh, which he was co-directed, and. Um, I I asked a question. Uh, there was you know a question and and answer period. And I asked. I, I said, well, uh, who did your makeup effects on hand face people? And of course, there were no makeup effects. It was just reaching your hand around. <laughs> and um, and uh, so I just kind of like met all those guys that that right there, and um, and I just got sucked in. And then after a while, we were working on on Mythos, and, and uh, I kind of talked to Jeremy about you know what I thought was wrong with Mythos, and 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 he said, well, what do you think? And I actually told him, and uh, he rewrote everything with Mike, and and you know came to Spokane and did Visions. So um, yeah, that's uh, just the way it went. And so you I wound know, up. And working with Jeremy is awesome, though. I got to say, he um, really is. He, 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 and you know, um, the trifecta on there of him, mm -hmm. uh, him and and Jason Brooks and Dustin, and and I have to say, and then we sucked in Sean, who, mm -hmm. you, you know, Sean was the guy who built that for me, and yeah. uh, and we used Sean's property and stuff, and and. And he could not have been more helpful as a production, as a uh, producer. And uh, you know, those four—they just—they made it happen. You know, oh, Nat perfect. Natty was incredibly uh, was incredibly uh, instrumental in in just helping hold the whole thing together. I mean, you know, it, it was uh, it, it was an amazing thing. You you will not all that often get on something that that's. Uh, that amazing! I can't wait for it to come out because it's gonna yeah. just—it is gonna smoke everything uh, else. E everything else out there. It's gonna change the rules for uh, how uh, this shit's done. It for, has for, to for, be. for 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 fan films. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think that uh, you know the thing is is I think fan films have continued to be made like fan films, even though all the equipment. You, you know, all the equipment is so advanced now that anybody can get a hold of, and yet so many people are still using that equipment in uh, in an amateur way, you know? And um, I think that we really upped the game a lot, a hell of oh, a lot. Definitely. 
See, from my experience, the cool thing about Jeremy that I loved about it the most was is that I've worked with a lot of people in theater in high school, and any type of director, you're just like, okay, you're either going to be really cool or you're going to be a real pain in the ass. Jeremy is like the most unstubborn person I've ever met in my life. He's stubborn when he wants to get work done, which is a good trait, but when you pitch an idea to him, it's never just thrown under the rug. You know, it's not, fuck you, I'm the director, this is how it's going to be. He always asks everybody for input. He always finds some way to put that input in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. think that's one of his best qualities. And Jason is just, he, he's a fantastic Jason. And, yeah, you know, and he it's, is. It's, it's like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, okay, this guy isn't just Jason. He's doing shit. He's getting shit done. You know, yeah, I, yeah, he is. You know? <laughs> he's a one-man turbo. Uh, turbo uh, he that just, guy's a one-man army. He really, really, really is. I have to tell you, I uh, I tried to teach him as uh, uh, you, you know, uh, if if you look back, uh, if you go back thirty years and and make him a production designer, he's me. <laughs> you know that 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 endless energy and that uh, uh, the only thing I I, I was trying to, uh, to teach everybody uh, how to how to lead and how to work with groups of people, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, uh, I, I think that in, in our society these days that, 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 uh, it's a lost art. Yeah, it's harder. It, it, it is harder. I mean, you, uh, your wits can go into your phone. Uh, phones do not tend to breed leadership. You know, it's just the way it is. Uh, <laughs> please tell us about the geese. The geese, <laughs> and we're at the house, and and there were like uh, three killer geese uh, that yes. kept killer that geese. came came right beside the house, and they kept honking, right? Uh -huh. And they and they were honking at the crew uh, yep. because there were people, and and they were just and they were really aggressive, right? And so I kept sending people out to take care of it, and finally I sent. Jason to go out and take care of it because he's you know after Jason and in this and the thing is is so as I'm coming out of the house you see what I see in that film right you know I come yeah. out of the house and 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 the goose is going after Jason and uh, and recorded? I thought to myself in here yes oh yeah there's a great recording of this right yes so, it cool. needs to be in the fucking dvds and blu-rays <laughs> here's the thing it, so so i'm coming across the yard and it and i'm going like this this is ridiculous these are three 17 pound animals yes they don't even really have teeth right <laughs> and, and so i just started to run at them yelling Shut up! I'm quiet. I said, "Be quiet!" And I had my arms out, and I was just running right straight towards that goose. And 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 I swore the one, the really mean one, looked at me like he was gonna, <laughs> yes, like, like he was thinking about it. And then all of a sudden, he just decided that he was gonna turn tail and run, and they all, <laughs> and they they all ran in front of me, and I chased them into the yard next door. <laughs> and then turned back around, and when I, and when I turned around, I noticed that most of the crew was standing behind me, cracking up. <laughs> I have to add, I have to add as well that when the video starts, the first thing you see is Jeremy standing with his hands on his hips and moccasins, like a crossing guard. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's got the he's the brown space films hoodies on, the black shorts, the moccasins, the cab driver's hat. Right, exactly. The hips, and, and then and they, I'm just like, yeah, Jeremy's not happy. Yeah, he's and not then, happy. And, and then the uh, and then you see uh, Jason with yeah. uh, looking like like a little girl up against the uh, <laughs> up against the goose that's coming after him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna. Oh, I. I I, I, I'm sorry, but from a distance, all I saw was a hat, and I'm like, "That's Dustin. Dustin, you're gonna get fucking eaten." You know? <laughs> poor, I, I I love Dustin. He's awesome, but he's so tiny. I I thought I thought the ducks were gonna eat him. Yeah, you just... I, I realized it was Jason. And, yeah, you know, Jason is just like shooing them away with the hand. You know, just away with you and all this shit. Right. <laughs> I don't hear Arr! like that. Yeah. <laughs> he he shooed at them and they came after him. <laughs> the thing was starting to go after him. Jason turns around and the thing was just ready to bite him in the ass. <laughs> and you he hear people narrating it, trying not to laugh. Right. And then the camera suddenly whips to the right, and here you come around the corner, full of piss and vinegar, <laughs> with that I mean business face going on. <laughs> And then, he, uh, then you hear me yell. I said, "Be quiet!" Ah! <laughs> and you charge out with the arms. The two of them saw you hauling ass, yelling, and oh no, I got to get out of here. <laughs> but that one, the one, was getting ready to bite. And then, but the thing is, is that one last goose, it had its back to you. It's like it was trying to ignore you. Right. And then it suddenly <laughs> turned around, and here comes fucking Mick Strawn. Ah! The, and you can even see it on the film where it's like highly upset. And then hauls ass off with the arms in the air. That's got to be in the it, like. Do that like Marvel. Like as soon as the credits are done, just right, go right. To, go to that. <laughs> well, that was a lot of fun. That concludes some behind-the-scenes stories of the fan film *Fantasy Vengeance*. Check it out when it gets released. Until then, catch you next time. Shit, fuck, girls.